Hello, everyone. My name is Andrea Lozano. And my name is Denise Pruitt-Sams. And I am Horacio Estrada. We will be your host for this podcast on Chapter 11. In this podcast, we will talk about marriage and divorce. And our main topics are going to be the increase and decrease of marriage and um, divorce rates, the reasons for divorce, and how we will be affected by this pandemic. The topic of divorce doesn't always have to be a... or have a negative connotation. In the NBC News article, it reports that since 2016, the rates have been dropping, or the divorce rates have been dropping because more millennials are waiting to get married. And also, age plays a huge factor in the possibility of divorce. So most people, you know, most millennials nowadays are actually waiting to even get married. So that's why their numbers are a lot lower than the people who actually marry from the ages of 18 they're way more likely to be um, to um, their marriage in a divorce than those who are younger and wait. Exactly. Uh, millennials are less likely to, than baby boomers to have kids, get married, or buy a home by age 30. Uh, they're saying marriage is going out of style. Um, yeah, percent- I'm sorry. Right. More people back then, they were kind of forced to get married if they wanted to move in or if they wanted to even, you know, have that intimate relationship. They were kind of made to be married right then and there instead of us where we all of us are choosing careers and stuff to actually focus on instead of marriage yes because i think about my parents who were born in the 50s and they got married in the 60s but my mom was only 14 and my dad was like 16 years old and you know that was their way out that was how they could were able to get out of the house or to be remotely independent you know it's interesting that it goes from that to like you know wanting to get out and get married at such a young age and be allowed to get married at such a young age to to now where you know we have that choice of like being married or not but we're making the decision to wait on that for good reason you know in my family in my family i come from my family is mostly mexican and i also have some white family but in my family um growing up i've always heard we want you to be married before you um move in with us we want you to be married before you move out of the house we want you to be married before all of this and in my family it's odd because my both my parents weren't married they were together for like 12 years or so but they never got married so when they split it wasn't any big you know legal deal so I guess they did follow where you know they're not even a part of that statistic but um they are both my parents are both married now but separately they're married to other people but growing up that mentality of being married um when you be in a when you're in a relationship and you think it's serious then you should be married so and also I'm a part of uh, my religion's um, Christian so Mm. I did attend church a lot when I was younger so I've always heard those things you know you want to be married if you want to if you want to see a future with someone Right. Yeah. When I was 12, my parents split up. So I grew up not believing in marriage, you know, and I'm 35 now and I'm happily married. You know, I've been with with this girl for going on nine years. So I guess as a kid, I didn't believe in it because of my parents. But now I snapped out of it and I truly believe in it now. Yeah. But what, what age did you get married at? Uh, this this age, 35. Oh, really? So oh. you're really married. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. See, a lot of people are waiting later on in their lives to get married than in their early, you know, their early 
adult years they rather wait see i'm 25 and i'm engaged right now That's but and, um i've been with my significant other for around six years now but we barely got engaged maybe it's actually been around almost two years that we've been engaged um okay. to live in this house with him um his family is a mormons so in this house they were kind of pushing us to be married right away because you know living with the, your significant other they want you to be married yeah. so it was yeah. kind of and it wasn't that we didn't want to it's just you know it was kind of wasn't as cohabitating yeah it wasn't planned as we wanted it to be but it's fine we're engaged now we just we've been pushing off our um, marriage to wait for some finances which a lot of people do nowadays millennials they wait until they can have this really big wedding instead of this small you know in the church or in the courthouse wedding mm -hmm. they wait to actually save up money to actually throw a bigger wedding right and studies show that um those marriages last longer the ones who like really take out the time to do it like in a specific order or when they feel as though the time is right financially educationally career-wise all that you know Yeah, um, a lot of people actually, um, there's been polls and stuff that you, you can see that a lot of people wait because they choose to want to um, pursue their careers and, you know, graduate and make sure they have the finances to actually um, be married. They'd rather focus on, a lot of people are rather focusing on their careers than their engagements because it's not that they are not even, you know, it's just a legally bonding contract. It's nothing that needs to be done in the moment now. Yeah, also a lot of millennials or 30-year-old plus are, you know, afraid to take on the debt of getting married to someone, you know, you don't you don't know what they already have established prior to meeting you and people right. are afraid of, you know, the risk of, you know, possibly losing everything that they have or having to contribute to something so big on another person's end and you know they don't want to deal with that especially if you can still be together with someone without necessarily having to be married which a lot of people are opting to do as well yeah um what is it the like for me i do have a lot of debt and we are actually both trying to bring down our what we owe before we actually get married as well because we don't want to you know we want to save money and not be in debt you know so we're waiting hopefully by the end of this um this year we, we will be married if everything goes according to plan but the divorce rates a lot of people do divorce because of someone else's debt as well they see right. that that's like a burden and if you didn't know um according to the lawyers.com divorce statistics almost 50 percent of all marriages in the united states end in divorce or separation some people mm -hmm. don't even um choose to actually legally divorce some people actually choose to just separate and stay legally married yeah that's also another part that they don't talk about in the statistics because well in this statistic it does but and just divorce legally a lot of people you know they're not accounting for those people that are just separating because divorce you know a lot of people they could see that divorce um ruins their credit or they get half of their finances taken away from them so a lot of people just agree not to legally divorce just separate right but then you have also those people who have been married more than once and been divor divorced more than twice or 
even three times who, you know, I think divorce for starts to become like a little more normal. Like, okay, well, I can get married and get divorced with no issues. So I, I don't think that, I think it yeah. is. It's less frowned upon nowadays to actually have multiple marriages. Back then it was, you know, that's why a divorce, um, well, back then, you know, it's kind of like, oh, one partner and that's it. You know, it wasn't as frowned upon. Right. I think so. The uh, annual divorce rates began increasing in the states uh, in the mid 1990s, and then and peaked in 2008, the year the the market crashed. Oh, really? Divorce rates? Yeah. Oh wow! So people were just trying to grab their money and go. Yeah, and according to the HuffPost, um, the number one cause of divorce is getting in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I see something like about lack of commitment being like the highest percentage and then followed right by mm-hmm. lack of communication. So Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think that I I have to say that taking that extra time out before you get married can definitely like, you know, contribute to the betterment of both of those. Uh, you know, both of those sections from being committed to as well as communicating, you know. Hey, welcome back. Now that we discussed our views on marriage, we will uh, discuss the reasons for divorce. Annual divorce rates began increasing in the states in the mid 1900s and peaked in 2008, the year the market crashed. The number one case of divorce is infidelity. I understand why people do it. I just don't understand how they can do that to someone. Yeah, um, according to marriage.com, that's the number one reason for divorce is infidelity. And it's because, you know, some a lot of people, it's, they think it's harmless. They think it's um, just starting an emotional affair, but later becomes more physical. And, you know, a lot of marriage... A lot of marriages are not okay with it. Of course, you know, right. the other marriages where two or three people are involved, I guess, don't count in this situation because this is, according to this um, website, it's actually the top reason. Right. Which I was going to touch on the fact that, like, yeah, other there are polyamorous couples who have more than one partner or more than one spouse who, you know, who can actually live in that type of marriage. So I was just pointing on the fact that, like, it's not always the worst thing, you know. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, other than infidelity, um, money, money is top, it's up there, top top ten. Um, lack of money, lack of finances, it just doesn't work out, and people just go crazy, get mad at each other, and end up just splitting up as opposed to working together. Yeah, it's not even struggling financially. It's also like seeing that your other spouse is doing a lot better than you. Some people don't like that or some people don't like that they're, you know, they're a housewife or some people don't like that the other person spends a lot more money or has a lot more debt. That's that all falls under the money category of divorce. Right, which could then go to another reason for divorce of being not prepared for marriage can equally fall under the whole thing of having enough money and finances because like that would be a part of 
preparing for marriage, you would be ready for what's to come and emergencies and stuff like that. So I think um, not being prepared for a marriage, I could see how that could lead to an early divorce. Yeah, and I'm guessing those people that um, actually are not prepared, they're divorcing because they have, they're not ready for marriage, are the people that are rushing into it early, early teens or early adulthood. And those are mm-hmm. that, I'm guessing that's that very big um, statistic of people that are divorcing when, you know, that got married younger. Yes, a lot of married young, like those, that group that have gotten married young definitely do divorce or separate. Awesome. Yeah, like take that guy from Japan, for example. He married himself because he didn't find anybody else. I mean, what's, what's going on with the world? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to brush on the lack of equality as well, how we were talking about, um, you know, women feeling as though they have to take on a bigger load of the emotional size of a marriage, which can then turn into resentment, you know? Like, I think that any man or woman who feels like they're contributing more to any relationship could lead to resentment, which then leads to divorce, so. Um, It also touches about that in the book that um, a lot of heterosexual um, couples especially, they feel that the woman should be the one doing the emotional work, the housework, you know, dealing with the children. And a lot of that just strains. That lack of equality, of course, is the reason that leads to that that reasoning for divorce. Yeah. Most of the women, unfortunately, have that second shift, as as it's said, uh, that after they clock out from work, they still got to go home and take care of the kids and the you know all, all the chores and i'm sure that's tough but now you're seeing men doing it a little bit more now than back in the 50s yeah, yeah. definitely more millennials are and you know more millennials are just kind of understanding that housework should be divided equally yeah as it should be honestly but there is still a big gap a big group of people that believe that's you know the old-fashioned view that women should be doing the housework women should be caring for the children right. and those, those are the numbers that we're seeing in that the, in that divorce for you know for that reason and another reason another big reason is addiction so you know of course addiction leads to money problems or, or abuse or and all those things like in my family that was a big that was one of the big reasons that my my um, parents um, split up was addiction my dad did drugs my mom didn't want him to it was a constant fight that constant arguing um you know between each other and that definitely led to the end of my parents relationship mm-hmm. but another big thing was abuse and that's another huge um, reason for divorce is abuse domestic abuse mm-hmm. um, yeah my family it was it wasn't great <laughs> but I'm not gonna get into the details but of course addiction and abuse kind of go hand in hand a lot of the time but um, abuse is a, a big reason because they say that a lot of the time they're not even thinking that they're being abused it's it's not just domestic abuse it's also emotional abuse and stuff like right yes but um that's actually one of the things that we might be facing soon in this pandemic because more people are staying home with their spouses and not getting out not being able to go out we're seeing a rise in domestic abuse among partners and a lot of it actually isn't going um reported because they're being scared according to um 
According to RogueRocket.com, domestic reports um, are increasing, but they they think that those numbers are aren't accurate because a lot of people aren't reporting um, right. abuse because they cannot get away from their abuser. Right. So we, I don't, I don't know where we're gonna see how this how this pans out if divorce rates are gonna ro- uh, skyrocket because of this pandemic, or if they're gonna stay the same or even drop because people can't go out to file for divorce or they can't physically leave their partner because they're stuck in their home with them. Right. They can't afford it. Yeah, too money, right? That's another thing. A lot of people don't leave because they can't afford it. Right. We'll see how this whole pandemic and all the statistics on that pan out because we're still in the middle of this. What do you guys think? This is definitely this is gonna definitely be a time where a lot of things will unveil and we'll start to see a lot of increases and decreases in several areas yeah i'm wondering how this is going to pan out because like you said like someone mentioned um during the financial crash you know we've seen numbers in divorce skyrocket they they Mm -hmm. went up so i wonder even though this is not um a crash um i wonder how those numbers are going to change because right now no one can leave their partners right now they're all kind of stuck in house in the house stuck with your partner yeah so when we it's, come up it's, with little, it's kind of like a little tiny recession, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the unemployment rates dropping to like 6.6 million in right. So Yeah, that can also put a strain, you know, the money uh, again on uh, again on marriage, yeah. People not being able to have go to work. Uh, a strain on already an already strained relationship now it's like you can't yes. work, so yeah. yeah, that could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Exactly. Yeah. Not even anyone's fault, you know? A good um, full description of our topic. We have some questions to ask you. What are your views on marriage now that you know all these statistics? Do you feel strongly enough about your marriage views to allow them to remain the same when your time comes to say, I do? Has you or anyone close to you had an experience with divorce? If so, was there a negative or positive effect or both? Do you believe this pandemic occurring right now will increase or decrease the rate in divorce? What are your reasons for your opinion? So this concludes our podcast. Thank you guys all for listening. I hope that after listening, you guys learned something about marriage as well as divorce. And my name is Denise Pruitt-Sams. I'm Andrea Lozano. And this was Horacio Estrada. Tune in next week for How to Make a Six-Pound Burrito. Thanks for watching.